Before we get started with this episode, I've got a quick question for you. Why should a couple book you instead of any of your competitors? Now, I know that may sound harsh, but it's a question you need to answer in your marketing if you want to stand out and book more weddings. After all, if couples don't know why you're the perfect fit for them, they'll compare you to your competitors, and that usually results in them comparing you based on price. Clearly, standing out is the solution to ghosting, price shopping, losing perfect clients to your competitors, hearing things like, we went in another direction all the time, your very understandable frustration, and feeling like you can't raise your prices, as well as so many other problems that plague wedding pros. That's why the totally free Stand Out and Get Booked Challenge is all about making sure you stand out from your competition so couples know within five seconds if you are the perfect fit for them or not. Because really, that's all the time you've got to stand out if you want to get booked. The challenge is happening the week of May 20th. So go grab your free ticket over at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash challenge. And I'll see you there. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast, episode number 145. In a world where wedding professionals are struggling to market and grow their businesses, one podcast brings together top experts and actionable strategies to help you build the wedding business of your dreams. This is the Evolve Your Wedding Business Podcast. Here is your host, Heidi Thompson. Hey there, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Thompson, and I'm here to help wedding professionals like yourself grow their businesses without going crazy in the process. And today I wanted to ask you a few questions. I think this will probably be a short one, but it's about what excuses are holding you back because we all have excuses that we make for things. And the problem with that is that it holds us back. It keeps us from doing the things that we really want to do. So some of the most common excuses I've heard from people are, I don't have time. I feel like regardless of whether or not you own a business, this is a super common excuse. And truth be told, you have the same amount of time as everybody else. It's just a matter of what you're prioritizing. So a more accurate statement is, this isn't important to me right now, or I'm not focusing on this right now. But when you continually say to yourself that you don't have time, puts you in this lack mentality, like you're running out of time. And I know I've certainly felt like that. And it's not fun. Another big one, no one will hire me at that price. So this is a big excuse that comes up when it's recommended that someone raise their prices. And maybe you've made this excuse yourself. But here's the thing. And like so many of these excuses, asking a question or two makes them fall apart. How do you know that? Just because nobody's doing it in your market doesn't mean it won't work. You can always test it. You can always change it back 
quite honestly, nobody's really paying that much attention to any of us. But like all of these excuses, they're protecting us from something. So this one in particular is protecting us from feeling like we failed. If we've raised the price and nobody buys. But honestly, with excuses like that, if you just ask yourself, first off, how do I know? I don't. I don't have any actual proof of that. And what's the worst that could happen? And the worst that could happen is that you change your price back or you work on your copy or your messaging or conveying the benefits. Yeah, it'll take some work, but it's totally doable. Another one I hear is I'm not a tech person. So this one can often come up if I'm talking to someone about like doing Facebook ads or doing email marketing or anything having to do with a website. And while you may not enjoy tech stuff, that doesn't mean that you're incapable of learning, right? I mean, I don't love working on my website, but I'm capable of it because I took the time to learn. Or you can always hire it out. Another one, and this one is deep, and we're going to get into it more. I think I'm going to do another episode on imposter syndrome. This excuse is that I'm not good enough. I can't do X because I'm not good enough. And this one runs deep. But the most important thing to do is to recognize that you're saying it and recognize that you're making an excuse and really ask yourself, what is this excuse keeping me safe from? Because that's the reason we use excuses is to shift responsibility and to hide, quite frankly. So it's serving you in some way. And it's not shifting responsibility. At least it doesn't seem like that to me. Maybe it is for you. So it seems like this one is there to protect you. It's there to keep you safe. If you make the excuse that you're not good enough, you don't have to put yourself out there. You don't have to market your business. You don't have to do the uncomfortable things that we all have to do in order to grow a business. So make yourself aware of the excuse that you're making and try to figure out how it's keeping you safe. What is it doing for you? So another one. Oh, I don't, I don't know anything about business. I'm not a business person. This one is shifting responsibility. This is a cop out kind of excuse. I don't want to spend the time and energy learning about it. So I'm just going to say that I'm not that kind of person right? Or I don't have money to grow my business. This is similar to I don't have time because it's about allocation. So this could either be you're afraid to spend money in your business, or you've put yourself in a situation where you don't have a steady income while you're growing your business. And that is instilling fear, which by the way, we've done an episode on side hustles and why I think it's 
really helpful to have a job while you're growing your business. But this is one of them being able to invest money to be able to grow your business faster. But I'll link to that episode in the show notes, as well as the one we've done about imposter syndrome. So that'll be at evolveyourweddingbusiness.com slash 145. So another excuse, one of our many, is I'm afraid of failure. And sometimes this doesn't come out this way. But like I mentioned with, you know, no one's going to pay that price. What's happening underneath is that you're afraid of failure. And I'll link to some things I've written about failure, but this is really about shifting your mindset around what it means to fail. So, I mean, are you going to die? Are you going to go to jail? Someone going to get hurt? No, it's just not going to feel nice, right? And it all has to do with how you look at failure. So if you try something and it doesn't work, does it mean that you're a horrible person? If that's how you want to interpret it, or does it mean that you need to take a different approach, that you need to make a small change? Can you see it as a learning opportunity or as, you know, this much closer to getting there? Another one around pricing is I can't raise my prices to that level because I wouldn't pay that much. And this one, this is an interesting one. I think this definitely comes down to fear that no one's going to buy at that price. But it also taps into these money mindset things around, you know, value and what we're willing to spend. But the truth of the matter is you can poke holes in any of these with some pretty simple logic. So with this, well, you don't need to pay that much. There are plenty of people running businesses who can't afford their prices or wouldn't spend that amount of money. But that doesn't mean that your clients won't because not everybody values everything the same and we spend money based on our values. And I just want you to know that regardless of what excuses you are making, they are there as a function of keeping you safe. So it's the whole lizard brain thing. And you've probably heard about Seth Godin wrote about it, where we have this part of our brain that dates back to, you know, like the earliest creatures, those prehistoric lizards. And it's just focused on survival. Everything is a threat. So this is why, you know, when you go up on a diving board and you look down, you might freak out or at least feel a little nervous because there is a part of you that thinks it's a threat, even though it's safe, even though you've done it a hundred times. This is the part of your brain. It's called the amygdala and its job is to keep you alive. So we have to look at these excuses and say like, thanks amygdala, thanks lizard brain, but I'm not going to accept that. I'm going to poke holes in that. I'm going to work on moving past that excuse. And I think it's really important. This is like a muscle, right? This is something you have to build over time. Every time you make an excuse, every time you complain that, you know, you can't do something because of X, stop. So that awareness is the first piece of this. 
And awareness is really important because you can't change what you're not aware of. At least, not that I know of. Maybe through hypnosis, I don't know. But make yourself aware of what you're saying and what you're doing and stop. And think about how you can take control of the situation and be accountable for it. This gives you so much power. And this is something I learned a while ago and I started implementing. And it's not the easiest thing to admit to yourself that you are making an excuse because you're afraid of failure or because you just don't want to do a thing. But when you take the responsibility of all of these things, that opens up so many options for you because then you get to choose whether or not you're going to allow that to stop you or you're going to just push through it. Just like with the diving board, you get to decide whether you are going to allow your lizard brain to stop you or stop you from getting on a roller coaster. Or if you're just going to say, screw it, I'm doing it. I know I'll be fine. I'm just going to do it. And yeah, it might be uncomfortable, but in the end, you get past it. So I would love for you to consider what excuses are you making in your business, in your life? And in what ways are they protecting you? And in what ways are they holding you back? Because by protecting you, they are holding you back in some way, shape or form. You know, they're holding you back from raising your prices. They're holding you back from doing the work that you really want to do. So this is something I just really want you to consider because I think it's incredibly powerful. And I think it's really amazing when we start to get uncomfortable with when we start to get comfortable with being uncomfortable a little bit more and we start to take this kind of, you know, radical responsibility of the excuses we make. So, you know, I can't do this because this, well, I'm probably just making that an excuse because I feel this way. That all of a sudden puts you back in the driver's seat. Then who doesn't want to be in control? Now, of course, that means you are responsible, but you're also in control and you're able to make changes and you're able to feel differently. So I challenge you to take a few and really think about the excuses that you're making and then consciously make yourself aware when you do it and change that. And if you'd like to share what those excuses are, because, you know, you certainly don't have to be ashamed of these. We've all done it. I still do it. I just catch myself doing it and make the change. Then DM me, uh, DM me rather on Instagram. My handle is Evolve Your Wedding Business. And I would love to hear this. I'll share some of mine with you too, because we all have these. And I don't think we should feel ashamed of them. We should just find ways to empower ourselves to recognize what they're there for and to take back control so we can really get what we want out of our lives and our businesses. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to come join me inside the Wedding Business Collective. It is the place to be if you want to grow your wedding business without going crazy in the process. 
Inside the Wedding Business Collective, we have over $4,000 worth of courses on everything you can imagine from productivity to creating a marketing plan to Instagram to Facebook ads to pricing. The list goes on and the course library is constantly growing to fit the needs of the members. You will also get access to me as your wedding business coach and sidekick, and you can ask questions and get feedback in our incredibly supportive community of creative wedding professionals, or dig into a problem deep with me on one of our group mastermind calls. Now, there's even more than that inside the Wedding Business Collective, so go find out all about it and start your free trial at theweddingbusinesscollective.com. Be sure to use coupon code podcast to extend that trial to 14 days. You have got nothing to lose. So go take it for a test drive and see if it's right for you. I'll see you there.